0: This is Unplugged, 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 Unplugged. Welcome to this episode of Unplugged. This is Fresh Off the Heaven Press. I was on a prayer meditation walk this morning and this was dropped into my spirit. I was, as I was praying, and meditating at the same time, I was really trying to think about this concept of, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And then I was also thinking about how we as believers can become more spirit-minded or spirit-conscious. One of the things that I, um, there's some statements that are made in the Bible that for me, sometimes I just can't ignore them, especially the manner in which some of those statements are made. It's, It's imperative that as a believer, you have to really sit down and say, this statement the manner in which this statement is made, I it probably is one of those things that if you don't know, uh, they like what, what do what do people like to say? <clears throat> people always like to use this phrase that what you don't know is what sometimes can kill you in essence of what you don't know about your business is basically the reason as to why your business is not prospering. What you don't know, sometimes you might know something, but you just don't know enough. And what you don't know becomes the hitch or it becomes the thing that is killing you. What you don't know becomes the thing that is killing you. Now, sometimes it can be literal, but sometimes this can be metaphorical. So for me, there's some statements in the Bible where I I don't know about you. I'm like, listen, I, I think I really need to know everything about this statement because God just doesn't use words lightly. And in situations where he almost says a statement that is just seems so blatant. Uh, that, that's when I'm like, listen, the stakes of this statement are probably borderline life and death or like misery and fulfillment or dest- fulfilling your destiny or failing to fulfill your destiny. So, One of the statements that probably work together, some of the two statements that for me kind of really bother me, and probably as other believers as well, is this concept of, for we walk by faith, not by sight. The just shall live by faith. And today, as I was kind of thinking about both things, the other statement For me, that's still, of course, there's always the one in Joshua 1, 8, this book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth, shall meditate in day and night, then you shall have good success and you you will, for then you shall become prosperous and have good success. But this other statement from Romans chapter 8, I think for me, it's still blatant. My mind is still saying that is too blatant or that is such a, stark statement. It's it's too grandiose. It's too contrary to the norm that I I, I think if I don't know all the details of or whatever this phrase or statement or the scripture says, it could be the difference between me achieving victory or walking in defeat. So the the statement comes from Romans chapter 8. And... My goodness, it it is pretty much all the way from Romans chapter 8 down to uh, from verse 1, verse to 11. But I will first read these scriptures, these verses, and then I will kind of go and highlight the statement. It says, um, it starts off by saying, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Already that statement alone is is, 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 is like, what? There's no condemnation, like at all? Anyways, that's for another day, because I want to stick to kind of like fresh off the, the heaven press. And then it says, for the law of the spirit in life, Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. But then in verse 5, In fact, verse 4 says that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So it's very interesting that these two phrases kind of was what I was focused on this morning. So one of the phrases that we, we know scripture, one of the big bold statements is, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Okay, then it has another, well, how are you going to walk by faith and not by sight? The answer is, is right here in Romans chapter 8, verse 4, because it says that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. It says, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Oh, look at that. So it says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And then you're like, well, how do I do that? Like, for me, that's always been something that I, I think i figured out. And then in some of the moments I find myself falling out of it. And I'm like, well, am I walking by faith right now? Am I walking by sight? And so I think the answer comes right here in Romans chapter 8, verse 4. It says, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So walking by faith means walking after the spirit. Walking by sight means walking after the flesh. Okay. Then it goes on to just make another like super like stark statement here that you're just like, my goodness. In verse 5 it says, For they that are after the flesh do mind things. They do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit. And then it drops this hammer. It says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And then it just goes on and even just says, listen, it get like these, it just increases the, 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 the stakes of this whole scriptures here about this whole thing about walk by faith, not by sight. Walk after the spirit, not after the flesh. Cause it goes on to say, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, or life and shalom. Then it says, because the carnal mind is an enemy against God. Can you imagine that? The carnal mind, it says, is an enemy against God. For, for it it is not subject to the law of God, which is the law of the spirit, and neither indeed can be. Then it goes and say, so so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But it even goes on to tell us, but you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. So God's assumption is the moment he says, Okay, I, you become born again, I put my spirit in you, he says, You're no longer you're no longer in the flesh. You you are now in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. So now he's like, daughter, son. I now expect you to start walking by the spirit and not after the flesh. So the contrast there of those two stem is to say to be carnally minded is death. That is something that I, I think hasn't really sunk in to a lot of us. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So for me personally, I've just really been trying to fine tune or get better in this whole concept of carnal mindedness versus spiritual mindedness. Because if I'm spiritual mindedness, that means I'm walking by faith and I'm gonna produce more results. That means I'm doing I'm doing the thing that God is saying, son, if you do this, this is where results are gonna come from. But if I walk after the flesh or walk by sight, it says there's no life and peace. It says life and peace can only be found on this other side. If I walk by faith or if I walk after the spirit and for me, personally, that's all I want to walk in. I just want a life of life and peace. That's all people are paying a lot of money for peace these days. I don't want to pay for peace. I I don't want to pay for peace. But I want peace, you know? I don't want to take drugs to receive peace. I don't want to receive medication. I don't want to be on any prescription. So in my mind, I'm going, I want peace. So I'm like, God, I want peace. Like in every situation, I don't want to be moved at all. That's the kind of, that's the level of faith I want to get to where where i'm like jesus sleeping on the boat in the middle of a storm where they called him and and they walked him into a room and 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 this uh the this the 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 rabbi yeah jairus's daughter is dead and he walks into a room and and he tells people why are you making this noise says that the, the the, he, he called her the, what exact phrase he said, she's not dead, but asleep. Like for him to just maintain this cool and composure in even the worst news that you can hear, there's gotta be something that, that, that he knows, right? For someone to not react as everybody else when they have all received the same kind of news. And I'm not saying for them necessarily not to maybe cry the, the softest, but to almost be on the opposite spectrum of reaction. I'm, I'm trying to find out, sir, what do you know that I don't know about this situation? Right? So uh, so I've kind of really been in this place where um, I'm trying to ask the Father to show me, make me better at, Walking in the spirit and not be carnal kind of minded because I know every time I'm carnally kind of minded, I face defeat. Like I my faith, my faith gets weak. I start to waver, I start to second guess whether God is coming through or not. So this morning, I guess when I woke up, that was really on my spirits when I started praying and, and I was going on this walk. I started meditating, and the father really started to open up things to me. And that's what I'm just gonna share. So he's been challenging me that in every situation, my first thought process should be, okay, what's going on in the spirit realm regarding this issue that I'm facing? It's kind of like one of those things where let's say if they, you know, like, let me say, um, okay, let me say if, if you came onto your laptop, right? And you were trying to browse for something, unless all of a sudden you couldn't access the internet. You know, many a times, let's like your thought process should be, "Oh, is my Wi-Fi even connected? Like, is my Wi-Fi router or my Wi-Fi hub is it working?" So I think God wants me to wants me and 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 other believers to almost have this default setting that. If you receive any news in the natural, if there's something you're dealing with in the natural, like first, you the way to analyze it is first think spirit and say, okay, you, like, like if you're trying to fix a problem and let's say something is not working, usually there's like a manual that you start to go to that will point and say, okay, if this is not working, that means go and look here. If this light is not on, that means there's a problem somewhere else. So what God is really trying to get me to, 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 to tune up in my, in my believer's walk of faith is He's saying, son, if what you're seeing in the natural, he's saying, no, 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 no. If, if the light is on in the natural or it's not on in the natural, he's telling me, look in the spirit realm. That's that's where the main connection issue. The connection issue is right there in the spirit realm. So he's trying to make me focus on thinking in the spirit realm, in the spirit realm as my default setting. You know, so it's very interesting. So he dropped some real, as a, as a saying. This was happening on my prayer walk this morning, and so so these gems were dropped into my spirit about these two topics of well, how do I walk with faith? not by sight and then also this whole concept of for us to become more spirit-minded because i I think this is a very bold statement to say in romans chapter 8 verse 6 that to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace there is no in between in those two statements on one side you have death i mean on one side you have Carnally minded, or walking by sight. On the other side of the spe- or on the other side you have uh, spiritually minded, or walking by faith. And then below them you have death, and then life and peace. There's nothing in the middle. So it either means you're either always going to be in a state of death, or life and peace. Like, there's nothing like half peace. You can't say I have a half peace of mind. Do you see what I mean? Like, if you have a half peace of mind, you don't have peace. You, like, we, you cannot say I have a half peace of mind. There's nothing like a half peace of mind. You either have peace or you don't. Right? So you, you, can't, you can't look at something and be like, oh, this thing is half dead or half alive. No, it's one or the other it's a it's either alive or dead you know it, you it, so it, it's something that we have to think about is it's either I'm being carnally minded or spiritually minded like I can't find an in-between and say maybe today I'll be maybe I'm gonna think half carnally and then think half spiritually no there's nothing like spiritual carnal or carnal spiritual that it doesn't exist so we have to then ask ourselves, how do we, how do I go full spiritual, spiritually minded, or am I fully carnally minded? So, um, I, I'm just one of those people that really believes things don't just happen, and I think it's, it's because I have, I have a very, I have parts of me that can be very logical, and also very science minded. Uh, because of some part of my background being from like a scientific background. So I, I, I know that things just don't happen. Now, there's a reason, there's always a reason. There's always a formula to the madness. And I'm sure sometimes we might not know what the reason is, especially when it comes into the spiritual context. But I want my Christian walk to become more about precision. I want to become precise because even Jesus was calculated. And I think that's one of the things, that's the other thing God's really been telling me saying, son, a lot of Christian people, they think the spirit realm is just rara. Like things are just flying around, hocus pocus. Like there's no method to the madness. There's no calculation in the spirit, but every, every move that Jesus did was calculated. Every move was calculated. Jesus did not just go around doing things without calculation behind them. So I, I, I want to, I, to to achieve more results as Jesus did, because the scripture says it, it says in it, it says in Ephesians. Um. It it, it says in Ephesians, was it Hebrews? I think it's Ephesians. It says for us, first of all, it says um, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, right? That's in, it's in Hebrews there. But in Ephesians chapter five, I, I like what this says. It says in Ephesians chapter five, verse one. It says, therefore, be imitators of God, copy him and follow his example, as well, beloved children, imitate their father. It says, be imitators of Jesus. Copy him and follow his example as well, beloved children, imitate their father. So I, I want to copy Jesus. I want to be, I want to be calculative even in my spiritual walk. I want to follow his example. He did not just do things rah ra And if anyone could have just done things rah ra like just throwing things against the wall to see to to see what what sticks, it could have been him. Cuz he was in such communication with the Father. But he saw so, and he had all power. You know, like he had more understanding that he, he could, in essence, just like, he had access to the power. He could have just thrown the power around. But it's also very interesting he says that, I, I do not my own will, but I do the Father's will. And he says, as I hear, I judge. So Jesus was not just going around saying, here, you do this, you do that. No, everything was calculated because communication came from the Father's spirit and said, okay, tell that person to stretch forth their hand. Like Jesus did not do all his miracles the same way. Why? He could have in every situation used the same style. But some people he, he to some people he just spoke the word only. He didn't even go like the, the centurion servant, the centurion servant. Jesus didn't go there in person. He just sent the word that your servant is healed. To other people, he went in person. Other people, he touched them. Other people, he spoke to them. So, are you going to tell me that he was just throwing things around to see what would stick or what would work? No. He was very calculated. He didn't just do things. Every move that Jesus made was calculated every word was calculated and he got results. so I want results I want results life is about results like like all of us will get frustrated like if you get frustrated in the natural that's why Christians it's very easy to get frustrated in the spiritual as well like if you if you if you were doing a, a gym routine or gym uh, fitness whatever plan, you want results. I mean, that's why you're doing it, right? You want to see results. We all want to see results. Like We we, we don't want to do things and not see results. We want to see things work out because that momentum encourages us to keep moving. You know, if you do a workout plan for one year and you don't see any results, I don't even think you can do a workout plan for one year and, and you don't see any results, like, and keep it going for a full year and, and maintain it without seeing any results. You'll give up. So we need to use the same approach when it comes to our prayer walk. I want every prayer to have an impact, to produce results. I, I want to move from just throwing prayers against the wall to see what sticks, to be like, okay, this is the problem. If I pray like this, results, it's inevitable the results are going to come. Right? Because Jesus had results. He produced results. If Jesus had no results, we would not be here today. What separated Jesus, what separates the Christian walk from all other religions is that the Christian walk or what Jesus did had results. He was not just talking about it. He walked the talk but his walk produced results. He got people healed. He got people delivered. He got demons cast out. He got the dead raised. He, pre- he, he got people free from condemnation. He produced results and I want results. I want results from my prayer walk. I, I, listen, if I'm going to do this whole thing called Christianity and walking with God, I need results. You should want results. You should expect results from your fellowship, right? I mean, if if you're gonna go, if you're telling me that I'm gonna do a road trip from the west coast to the east coast, I want to know that before I set off. If you come and tell me, take this car and don't take this car, because if you take this car, it will get you there. If you take that car, chances are that you won't get to your destination. Life is about us reaching our destiny. When you reach your destiny, that's the final outcome of your life. That's when you that's fulfilling your plan, your mission while you for why you are on this planet. Right? So I need to know that the car that I'm driving in, this car called Jesus is going to get me to my destiny. You need to think about that. Now, I need to learn how to drive the car, right? You see, you can still have a car, but if you give someone a car who doesn't know how to drive it, it's of no no use to them, right? If I give you the keys to a car and say, "Okay, you take this, and you don't know how to drive it, it's of no use to you. So if I've submitted my life and I've said I'm, I'm, I'm making you, I'm making Jesus Lord over my life, I need to know how it works. I need to know how, how can I work this relationship to produce results because I need results. I want results. This whole thing about life is about results. It's about getting to fulfilling your destiny. If, you, if, you're not, if, if you're not, if that's not in your mind, if you're, if you're someone who's just walking around every day and, and, and you're not trying to get to your final destination, fulfilling your destiny here in life, you might as well just pack it up. Because some of us have resolved, some of us know or agree that we are put on this planet for a special purpose. So, If I know that I'm on this planet for a special purpose, I need to know what's that purpose and how do I accomplish it? That's all. So everything becomes, how do I accomplish my purpose? Because that's the ultimate satisfaction that any of us can have. When your day of departing comes, when you're leaving this world, that's all that's going to come to your mind. That's all that you will be thinking about is, did I fulfill my mission here? So I want my Christian walk to become result minded. Because I'm trying to get to a certain place. There's a destiny and calling for me here that I'm, I'm trying to fulfill. So if I, I have to make sure am I doing what I got to do to fulfill that destiny? And if I'm going to do it through walking with Jesus Christ as Lord over my life, I need to know how do I drive this car called Jesus? Do you see what I'm getting at? So, most times we just throw up prayers. We just do things, right? Like like, like we just, they say, oh, there's a prayer meeting here. And we just, oh, bunch of people are getting together to get are getting together to pray but there's no prayer strategy what are we gonna pray about right what are we gonna pray about what's our prayer strategy so we never sit down to even think what is the prayer strategy that i need here this is the situation i'm facing what is my how am i gonna beat this what is my prayer strategy? What is my praise strategy? What is my confession strategy? What is my meditation strategy? What is my worship strategy? I need to know these things. I can't afford if I'm gonna walk and do life with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and the Our Abba Father, if I'm gonna become spiritually minded. I need to know how the spirit realm works. If that's my only way of victory. You know, we try to calculate every movement we make in the natural. We have schedules. We have routines. We have recipes we follow when we're gonna cook something. We have workout plans. And we say, okay, if I if I do this workout plan, it's built for my body type, or this is a workout plan that will help me lose, either this workout plan will help me lose fat, or it will help me lose weight, or this workout plan is the one that will help me build muscle, right? But the problem is I'm finding, and on by the way, this is, this is to me as well, as I say, this is fresh off the heaven press. Because this, I think this was really on this has really been bothering me. It's been an area that I've been really trying to say, Lord, I I I think there's some things I don't really understand about how this thing works. Can you just explain it to me? Because I'm 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 a little bit frustrated, or I don't wanna be frustrated. So you think about this. If you walked in the gym and you need to build muscle, but instead the trainer or you picked out a workout plan that instead um, is for losing fat, like you're not going to get any results. Do you see what I mean? If you walked in the gym and you want to lose weight, you want to burn off fat, And they gave you a workout plan for building muscle. Or if you walked into the gym and you wanted to receive, you wanted to, you know, just kind of like get in better shape. Like, just lose weight. And they gave you a workout plan instead for building muscle. Like, like that's not really going to work out. You're not going to produce results. I remember I would... I would, I would always. Uh, when I first started working out, I was working out with my ego, and you know, you know, like in those days, I knew kind of how I wanted to be. I knew how, what kind of physique I wanted to be in, but for some reason, out of ego and stupidity, I would always do the workout plans that send me in the opposite direction. Then. I would always be frustrated because, say, I want my physique like, like, uh, like, uh, for instance, I don't want to look like a bodybuilder, right? I don't. That that's that's just not that's just not my my for for the you know like again for this context. That's 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 not where that's not my goal. Is not to look like a bodybuilder. But what's funny is that my body was evolving into kind of like bodybuilding kind of body where you, you see some of those people who are just too jacked up and i knew that's not what i wanted but my body was heading in that direction and then i was always disturbed it was it just always bothered me and so i i, I said well it let it a dawn on me that of course because I am do, I am doing body building body like bodybuilder type workout plans. So that's why I'm heading in that direction. And then it was very interesting that when I when I got the revelation of like actually if you want to build more of an athletic kind of looking type of body where you 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 are strong but lean. You know, you can still be strong, but look lean. Just kind of like when you look at athletes, they are strong, but they're still lean. I was like, I prefer more of that because of the types, because of my lifestyle, right? I like to sometimes like go running, hikes, walks, and and play sports and all those things. So a bodybuilder body would mean I can't do all these things that I really enjoy doing, right? So a more athletic looking body type for me benefits my way of life because those are the things that i'm always doing so when i started to do an athletic type of workouts my body literally started moving in the opposite direction and i was like oh how stupid was i that i was doing something else a plan for a different purpose expecting to get results of something else like if you take this plan this plan only produces these results if you want these other results just follow the plan that produces those results so we do this in the natural but when it comes to spiritual things we don't have strategies we don't have a prayer plan. You don't have a praise plan. You don't have a confession plan. You don't have a spiritual diet. Like you don't have moments where you say, okay, I got to pray. I got to meditate. I got to confess. I got to worship. I got to, you know, maybe sow a seed of of, of, of kindness, of love. We, we think when it comes to the spirit realm or when it comes to Christian walk, we think that we can use the same weapon on all things. No, 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 no. In the spirit realm, what the Lord is showing me is that you need def- different weapons at different stages of the battle. And different obstacles or different situations that we are fighting with need different weapons. And also, whenever you're going through something, you need to know at what stage of the battle you are in. Because if when you know I'm at this stage of the battle, you know the weapon to use. So when the Lord starts showing me these things, I'm, I'm starting to be like, oh my goodness. So this whole Christian walk thing is more science. It is actually scientific. There is a method to the madness. Like you don't use the same weapon on everything, you don't use the same weapon in 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 the whole across the whole journey of the battle. No, at different stages of the battle that we're facing, there's different weapons that we need to pull out because that's going to be the most impactful weapon there has to be a strategy and say so, okay this is what we're up against so this is how we're gonna fight it we're gonna use this weapon at this time use this other weapon at this time use this other weapon at this time i want i want you to start thinking this way it is not one shoe fits all it's not one plan fits all no 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 no. what the lord is showing me is that the way things work is that there's different spiritual weapons you can use in the natural that affect the battle differently in the spirit realm there are different things we can do in the natural that move the obstacle or that move the needle in according to different magnitudes in the spirit realm so we need a strategy to follow So the Lord has really been giving me, um, has been giving me revelation on how things move in the spiritual realm. And so I will do my best to share what I've received so far and and see where this goes. And it's very interesting that this was kind of like the the intro and I haven't yet even gotten into uh, fresh off the heaven press but you can see I'm just flowing with the spirit. This is unplugged. No script, I'm just going with the flow. Well, I have the points that I wrote down this morning as I was on this prayer walk, but I'm just going with the flow. So I was writing down these things as I was on on my prayer walk and meditating at the same time. And I'm just gonna read them out to you and as they came to me and where I feel like I can expound, I will do my best so there's no order there's no format this is all i received fresh off the heaven press so here we go first is focus on doing things in the natural that move things in the spirit realm focus on doing things In the natural, you should focus on doing things that have a spiritual impact. That's that's how I would add to it. If you do something in the natural, if you could do the thing for 10 years, and you would still not have results after 10 years. Because... And that's why some people always ask themselves, how can you have the same issue, and one person's breakthrough comes after one year, the same issue, and another person's breakthrough comes after five years? How can you have one person? You see, people don't think about these things, but for me, I'm very, I have a very scientific brain, so I, I don't, I, I, it sometimes. You know i have to kind of step out of it but i think it helps you know i can see how this is how i look at scripture is i don't just think things happen you see to other people uh for me someone with with a scientific you know background i i would not just brush past that um that data if two people are sick of cancer, both diagnosed, same, same kind of cancer, both given the same amount of time to leave. And I've heard of this testimony so many, a couple of times, probably twice. Same hospital, diagnosed with the same issue, get same stage of cancer, both, it's like you both have 30 days to leave. How is it that one person beat the 30 days, was healed and went on to leave, and the other person didn't? Now, we might not always know. Uh, in essence, um, from, from us from the outside, we might, it's very easy, and Christians often get themselves into this, this, Point and, and they they for them some other people and I hear this a lot of times but for me oh I I I'm not just gonna brush over that and say two people were in the same place today dealing with the same issue after six months one person that issue is no longer in their lives the other person is still dealing with that issue two years after that Now, let me preface this by saying both of them did not have that issue. But let's say starting today, that issue came into both of their lives. So they have the same kind of starting point. So to say, six months in, one person is able to come out of it. The other person doesn't come out of it two years in, until after two years. How many of us want to be the person who comes out of it in six months? instead of two years. That's what I'm talking about here. I want my Christian walk to become more precise because I want results. Results are only produced with precision. That's that's what I'm finding here. The more precise that I can be, chances are that the faster I'm gonna achieve my results, the quicker and the better results. The more specific I am with my workout plan and and, and knowing it produces these results, the more precise I am with my exercises, my routine, it's just inevitable that I'm going to have better results or faster results. It's because I am being more precise. I am going at the specific issue with this weapon and I'm just, I'm hitting on the issue. I'm hitting the target. I'm not just hitting around the target. I'm hitting at the target. So we need to start focusing on doing things that whatever we do in the natural, you need to be conscious, uh, spiritually conscious minded where you say, I'm doing this in the natural. Is this really moving any obstacle in the spirit realm? Whatever, whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm going through, whatever I'm trying to fight, I'm fighting it in uh, uh, the, the, what I'm doing in the natural is it producing any results in the spirit realm? Because if, if it's not producing results in the spirit realm, that's how you go from, you could have been out of this in six months to five years later on, you're still dealing with the same issue. I don't want to be that kind of christian and i think we sometimes get caught up in this whole thing of like you know let's say you might look at the person who's dealt with something for five years and you might almost want to give that person more credit but listen listen if this is not how god works you know like there's no joy or beauty in suffering the most or the longest like like that's that that's not god's heart like there's no beauty yes there's some credit in a sense that you endure longer but i if i'm if i'm trying to beat a sickness i want to beat it like in two days if i can I'm not trying to prove to everybody that I, I can endure pain and whatever for like 20 years. Listen, if there is a way for me to be out of a situation in 10 minutes, I'm trying to ask myself, what's the strategy that gets me results in 10 minutes? Now, that doesn't mean that I, I, I'm after quick results. No, that you can easily, the point is, that is a, it is better to be in the situation. Basically it's this, if, if there's two routes to take and you're going to get the same results, which means that, Hey, if you use this workout plan, you're going to get your results after one year. And if you do this workout plan, you're going to get your results after three months, listen. I'm gonna take the, the workout plan that gets me results in three months. I'm not trying to get it to say, okay, give me the workout plan that is gonna. Uh, I'm only gonna see results after twelve months. No, that's the same way it should be in the spirit. You should be looking for the plan that get that enables you to come out of this situation sooner than later. I'm not trying to be on a on a on a, on a sick bed for six months. I'm not trying to be bedridden for six months. No, I'm trying to come out of it today. Now, if if there's no workout plan that can get me results in three months, and the best workout plan can get me results in 12 months, then guess what? That's the workout plan I'm going to use. Because there's no workout plan that can get me results in three months. It's a different perspective. Getting results faster does not mean that you're after the quick back, so to say. You know? No, 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 no. If there is if really no workout plan that can get me results in the three months, and the best workout plan available on the market will only get me results the soonest or the earliest is in 12 months, then guess what? That's the workout plan I'm going to go with. I'm not going to go out and look for a workout plan that will give me results in in five years. Likewise, I I don't want to deal with certain obstacles for five years and then after five years have everybody applauding me and telling me that I endured something for five years while some other people got out of it of six months. I think that's stupidity going to seed. So for me, I'm always kind of like, I'm always poking God. I'm like, there's got to be, there's got to be, are you sure? Are you sure, like, I can't be more effective with my prayer? Are you sure I can't be more effective with my praise? Like, should I pray? Should I praise? Should I meditate? Should I? I'm always just poking him. I'm always like, no, 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 no. Are you sure? Because for me, I look at a scripture that says, God has all power. He says, I'm the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? So I answer that by saying absolutely nothing is too hard for you. If I read that he's able to part the red sea, he's able to this power that is available to raise people from the dead. Like if there's if if we listen, if we didn't know the magnitude of God's power, if we had no idea, now we don't know the full magnitude, but if we didn't know that You could speak to a storm and say, peace be still, and that storm comes down. Or you could tell someone who's dead in their casket, rise up and walk. You could tell someone who's maimed, who was missing body parts, that I speak to you, be made whole, and new body parts go back. If we didn't have any awareness of this magnitude of God's power, it would be foolish for me to start expecting that there's got to be a spiritual uh, strategy that can take me from going through the situation 10 years and shrink it down to one year or take it take me from going through the situation for 12 months to two weeks but he's the God of all power like all power and might is in his hands His kingdom rules over all. The kingdom of heaven rules over all the kingdoms on the earth. It says that the heart of all kings is in his hands. And like a river, he turns it to his desire. So if I know that I have access to someone that can do anything on this planet, whether that thing be dead, that he can bring it back to life. And I look at the situation I'm going through, in my mind, I'm saying, if he can do that, there's no way you can tell me he can't do this. And if he did that at a moment's notice, I'm pretty sure based on that, he can do this at a moment's notice. If he was able, his plan was to take the children of Israel through the desert in 11 days. It it went from 11 days to 40 years. And I think there's, there's this thing that is creeping in as Christians. We can start to easily think, oh, the person who went through, through, through the desert for 40 years deserves the most, gets the most credit. No. In fact, Jesus, the, God was so angry at them. He, he was so angry that they messed up his plan. He wanted to get them out of there in 11 days. They turned an 11-day journey into 40 years. I am not trying to turn 11-day breakthroughs into 40-year breakthroughs. No. I am not. And sometimes we preach this gospel, like, yeah, like the Israelites, oh, yeah, they endured for 40 years. They endured, you know, no, 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 no. Their stupidity, their lack of faith got them into trying to, having to endure 40 years. I am not trying to turn An 11-day breakthrough into a 40-day breakthrough, a 40-week breakthrough, a 40-year breakthrough, I am not trying to be that kind of Christian. If if it's within God's plan that this is something that can be solved in 11 days, I'm trying to ask God, show me the 11-day breakthrough plan. And so this is what he's been trying to teach me on. And that's what I want you to be. Set your mind that way. Ask God and say, God, based on the knowledge that I have of your power, of all the things we've read about in the Bible, the things that you've done in my life, the things that I've had about you doing other people's lives, I believe that you have the power to turn this, to make this an 11-day breakthrough. And i don't want to end up turning it into a 40-day breakthrough or a 40-week breakthrough that's almost three quarters of a year i don't want to turn it into a 40-month breakthrough or a 40-year breakthrough no if according to your will or if if this fits within your plan that this is doable and achievable and this breakthrough is 11 day breakthrough. That's the spiritual strategy that I need. I I don't want a 40 month. I'm not going to, I'm not looking to pick up the 40 month, uh, breakthrough plan. No, 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 no. That's, 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 that's stupidity. If if you're going to, if you're trying to show how much you can endure pain, be down to you. That that's, that's not for me. That's not for me. And I think that's very ignorant. If you, if you actually believe that the person who goes through the, the hardship the longest deserves the most credit, you no, know, and yet there's someone else who did it in 11 days instead of 40 months, I'm going to give more credit to the person who was able to come out of it in 11 days because there's something that they knew. They were more effective. They were more precise. I will congratulate the person who, do it for 40 years 40 months or 40 weeks or 40 days but i'm going to give credit to the person that was able to attain their 11-day breakthrough so he's telling me that son i want you to focus on doing things in the natural that move things in the spirit realm you should be spirit realm result oriented If what you're doing in the natural is not producing any results in the spirit realm, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. It really is. So if I look at what's happening in the natural, I can easily start to second guess. And this was the next point, by the way. If I look at what's happening in the natural, I can easily start to second guess if I'm making any impact or whether I'm really affecting the situation. And I think that comes from that passage of scripture in Romans chapter eight that says to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. If I look at what's happening in the natural, let's say if I'm dealing with a situation, it's easy for me to start second guessing if I'm making any impact or whether I'm really affecting the situation. I should be spiritually minded and say, is this? Yes, it might not move things in the natural, but that's okay. Is it moving things in the spirit realm? Because before things happen in the natural, they have to have first happened in the spirit realm. If it hasn't happened in the spirit realm, forget about it. It will never happen in the natural. I've just resolved that. If you don't break it down in the spirit realm, if you don't have breakthrough in the spirit realm, you cannot have and you will never see breakthrough in the natural This is a spirit-driven world. Things happen first in the spirit realm, and then they manifest in the natural. So if I don't achieve breakthrough in the spirit realm, forget about it. If you do not achieve breakthrough in the spirit realm, just forget about it. You will never achieve breakthrough in the natural realm. You will never see that thing. So in any in, in any situation that I'm dealing that I'm going through, or in any situation that I'm in, I should be asking myself, what things can I do in the natural realm that will cause obstacles to move in the spirit realm? What is the thing that I can do right now in the natural that will have a significant impact in the spiritual? I'm going to take a break here because there's so much to talk about, but I'll leave you thinking with that. What can I do right now in the natural realm that will move things in the spirit realm? Selah. you <music> know?